TogiNet Radio has partnered with one of the largest travel booking engines in the world to offer savings of 15 to 30% or even more. I give you the opportunity to go look at their hotel fees and take advantage of their cost savings. Please go to www.bestradiotravel.com. Check them out. I think you'll be pleased. Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach and motivational speaker who has a passion for helping women who need a second win. She is the author of the Amazon bestseller, Effortless Happiness, How to Find Your Voice and Finally Ask for What You Really Want. She studied directly with her mentor, Jack Canfield, and is a fully certified coach in his program. Also, she has served as an assistant in his training programs. Through her study with many prestigious coaches and mentors, she has created a powerful program that has positively impacted thousands of people. On today's program, Joyce and her guests will help you to get your second wind. Now here's your host, Joyce Buford. Good morning and welcome to Second Wind. You know, Second Wind was created out of the need for when we go through serious life transitions, we might need to get our second wind because we are maybe changing into a totally different direction. We're turning our direction or just life has given us a decision. Now, what are you going to do? So it's all about putting our life back together. And that's why I have such wonderful guests for you because they have all transitioned and absolutely, you know, we all transition. (laughs) That's just part of life, isn't it? But when we get those defining moments that really shift us to a different direction, I think it was for me when I was going through my divorce and rebuilding my life, I didn't have a tool like this. And I really wanted to build a tool for y'all. So anyway, um, this is why this is how Second Wind came to be. Now, let me tell you about our wonderful guest today, because you're going to love listening to her story. Lana McRae speaks from the heart to 50-plus women who are ready to step into the best years of their lives. She employs cutting-edge brain science techniques to dissolve deep traumas and stuck energies gently, easily and permanently in a process she calls the gentle flow technique. Lana is an award-winning, best-selling author and ghostwriter of more than 30 books with nearly a million, num- a million books sold. That's impressive, Lana. <laughs> I'm just, I can't get over that. I think it's so impressive. A vivacious, vivacious speaker, she has appeared on hundreds of stages across the globe, as well as hosting 237 episodes of the Prospect Profiler radio show. She's the host of the informative and inspirational TV show, which we will be speaking about today. It's in the process, it is coming. It's so exciting. And the show will be named Now It's My Turn, where the 50 plus women awaken 
and speak and enjoy her life. Her upcoming book, Now It's My Turn, The New Unstoppable 50-Plus Woman, is slated for release in early 2020. Awesome, Lorna. This is just absolutely fabulous. I'm so we're like sisters here. We're talking (laughs) the same people. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) I'm so glad that you came this way so we could have this conversation today. But you were married quite a long time before thirty years. Thirty years. I was married twenty three. Thirty is is Seventies more <laughs> than what I was. So, how did you? What was the defining moment that you decided you needed to change? Because you also had seven children, I believe. Uh, yes, in the marriage. Yes. Um, well, my children were not not small. My youngest son was eighteen. My oldest son was in his early thirties. Yeah. Uh, so it wasn't like I had kids, you know dependent children at home, um, right. but it was a huge shock because I was really good. I was really good at acting, you know, like uh, being an actress in the home. Uh, everything is fine. And uh, everyone around us, even my own my own sister didn't realize how unhappy I was. Um, so, yeah, it was a process, of course, and there was a lot of things that, that happened. It was never good. I never, you know, really a great marriage, but as we got older and different pressures came to bear, it became more and more intolerable for me. I was just exhausted right. um, and emotionally spent, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But my defining moment was a phone call from a friend, my best friend when I was in my early 20s. Now I'm like, I'm about 51 Mm-hmm. Um, but in my twenties, I had a dear, dear friend. She had eight children. I had seven. We were bosom buddies and we babysat for each other's kids. Who's going to babysit for seven or eight kids? You know, <laughs> well, we were, we were, uh, we had each other's back, you know, and it yeah. was great. Yeah. Um, awesome. but then we, we both moved away and mm-hmm. lost track over time. And I hadn't heard from her for about 20 years. And, uh, I saw her come up in my email. It must have been like a family email or a friend's email she sent out about, you know, just local things that had happened to her recently or whatever, a little newsy email. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I saw it, and I, I picked up the phone. And I actually went in and looked her up. I find a phone number, you know, and, and looked her up to find it. And she picked up. She picked up. <laughs> and we had this, uh, this little 20-minute phone call. And just newsy, you know, how the kids doing well between both of our kids. It took us a while to get through everybody. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I bet it but, did. Um, <laughs> by the end of the call, she said, what's wrong with you? And I said, what? What do you mean what's wrong with me? I'm fine. She said, no, you're not. She said, you're depressed. Uh, you are stressed. Uh, I can hear it in your voice. Something is really bad. And I went, oh, oh no. It was a wake-up call for me. I felt like I got a phone call from God that day. Yeah. yeah. And, um, I mean, it gives me chills even now to think about what happened that day. And I, I went to my room. I sat on my bed, and I thought, 
you know what? It's gone beyond tolerable, and mm-hmm. I have to leave for my own safety, my own mental health. I have to leave, and I, I mean, it was devastating. I mm-hmm. never really thought I, about five or six years before we came to a crisis, and I, I really considered should I leave because it was not anything that anybody would want to live through. And I realized, you know, my youngest son was only 12, and I thought, no, I can't, I can't do that. I can't do that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hang on. Well, here we were again, and now he's 18. And it was, you know, once I realized that my youngest son was 18, I knew I didn't have anything holding me there anymore, you know, that I felt like an obligation I had to stay. And I yeah. saved myself. It wasn't like I got angry and we had a fight and I stormed out. No, it wasn't like that. Mm-hmm. I packed everything I could into my old car. It had almost 200,000 miles on it, um, mm-hmm. crying and crying and crying. And, you know, I, I had $200, and I got in that car at 3 o'clock in the morning, and I drove away from everything I loved. Oh, my goodness. It the was pa- a defining the- moment for sure. Right. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that took so much courage. You know, it I really does, that. even I, though, you know, you've gotten to the point. But still, I can I can see how much courage that took to do that. Yeah. 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 And it, it also was uh, confusing to me because, you know, I didn't believe in divorce. I didn't believe in breaking up the family. I'd, I had all these years, you know, I'd been so dogmatic and committed to mm-hmm. you know, fulfilling my marriage that like I promised. Um, but, you know, because that phone call happened the way it did and I, I felt like I got a phone call from God. I really did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I couldn't question it. I knew I had to do it, even though I was like tearing my heart out with my own hands. Yeah. It's amazing how our lives kind of settle into, um, Nothing. You know, we just go through the actions of living and we don't even realize it. But I, I, that friend was indeed a, a pretty powerful, um, energy picker upper (laughs) to be able to do that after. And since she hadn't seen you in so many years, to be able to feel you like that is really interesting. It is interesting. And, you know, I didn't have any contact with her after that. It was <gasps> really? like, yes, uh, I had kind of thought, well, we'll pick up now, but it didn't, it didn't really happen. And, uh, it was just like one 20 minute call that just like plopped into my life and changed everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. When you left, did you say goodbye to anybody or did you just go in your car and leave? Did you leave notes or how did you leave that? I told, I told my, my ex-husband and the children that were still living in the house, I had a lot of young twenties in the house Uh um, that I was going to my sister, that I wasn't coping well. I felt like I needed a break and I'm going to my sister. Now my sister is a a marriage and family therapist. And so that was normal to them to have me go there. But I knew I wasn't coming back. I couldn't make myself tell them at that point that I wasn't coming back. I just couldn't do it. That came later. That came a couple weeks, about two weeks later, after I had gone to a counselor, talked through some things and got some clarity. 
then is when I could say, you know, I just, I have to be apart because I'm caving in. And mm-hmm. yes, so that was really how it all happened. It was a process. It was too much for me to, to say I'm leaving for good. I, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't. Oh, my question, and I, I know through my experience, um, how long had you been sort of thinking about it? Should I go? Should I stay? Because I find so many of us actually make that decision. It, the decision or the question comes up much earlier. And we, because of our own, uh, I can make this work or something will change or, you know, a bolt of lightning is going to come down and <laughs> we're going to be all well again. Um, there's usually a time that we kind of, it starts, it's like a little seed and then it grows. Do you, do you have any idea how long you, you lived with that in the back of your mind? When, uh, when that crisis happened about five, six years before I left, that Mm -hmm. was really the first time I considered, um, leaving. That was the very first time he was out of work again. We mm-hmm. didn't have any money. We had five kids in the house. How was I going to feed them? I, I just, you know, it was the second time it had happened, and I was just like, I can't do this again. You know, I just can't. Um, but then I got to thinking about it, and I talked myself out of it. And now looking back, I know that it was better, you know, for me to just stay at that point because my youngest son was so young. And being a single mm-hmm. mom with five kids, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't even right. fathom. Uh, now, yeah, uh, because yeah, better to have him in the house, and at least if he did get a job at some point, you know, it would help. Um, so yeah, that was kind of a cold, kind of cold analysis. But you know, once I made that choice, I went back and I just went back to my life. And of course, you know, I was a workaholic, mm-hmm. and one of the reasons I was is because I was blocking out what I didn't want to feel and what I didn't want to oh. know. Yeah, and so yeah. I just went back to work. Yeah. Well, now your work is you're a ghostwriter, right? You were, are you not now? Yeah, That's I am a ghostwriter. I'm currently writing a uh, book for someone. Yes. Ah. Um, so mm-hmm. so I'm also a, uh, I'm also a uh, clinical hypnotherapist, and I have a, a hypnotherapy practice as yes. well. Yeah. Yeah. Now. It, which came first? Did you have the therapy practice or did you do the ghostwriting first? Oh, I started writing when I was 24 and uh, the ghostwriting happened after my divorce. Oh. Because in 2009, uh, I had written only my own books up until 2009. And then when I left and went through all that trauma, I couldn't write anymore. I couldn't write. I was like, I lost my main skill. And, uh, I, I got some jobs. I did some other things, try to figure it out. But mm-hmm. in 2011, I met a book broker who hooks ghostwriters up with clients. Mm-hmm. And a, one of those moments, right? One of those defining moments, a random meeting at an event. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, um, so I started working in ghostwriting and, and 2015, I went full time. And I've been supporting myself full-time ghostwriting uh, since then. And, uh, you know, I can crank out three, four a year. So. Yeah. 
Well, when you say ghostwriting, is it a certain type of book that you do or is there any topic? It just depends. That person is going to give you the information and you're going to put it together. Is that basically how a ghostwriter works or is it through interviews or? Yeah, I do wellness, business topics and uh, spiritual, personal development. I've done three memoirs. I even ghost wrote a fiction book. Uh, Someone wanted a fiction book to demonstrate what they do uh, through characters. Um, So I I have a pretty wide range. I would not want to write a book on cryptocurrency or, (laughs) you know, (laughs) Wall Street. That's not my deal. I don't like it. Uh, It would be boring to me. Um, So it has to be within, like, a range of topics. But I, I love learning. I'm excited to work with people who are brilliant with great ideas and a fresh look and uh and so we'll have a phone call to see you know if we click and if we do you know we're on and mm-hmm. then they'll send me articles or maybe they have a draft they try to start on their own um it just depends on whatever they have if i have to interview i'll interview uh for the material but it's their content it's their book yeah. so i have to have their ideas to bring, you know, them into the work. And one of the things that I love about my past writing it was I started out in novels, uh, was that I can capture the character of my client and put them into the book. And people don't really know that it wasn't them that wrote it. Hmm. That's wonderful. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. That's a lot of fun. Well, you know, I'm so envious of you people that have that writing skill. <laughs> Somewhere along my early path, I think I got the I can't write little dropped on me Um, Mm. because I have sort of like a, oh, it's not good. But I have my moments. If I get up at four o'clock, I can spout out some a few good sentences. (laughs) But that's what surprised me so much when I did write that one book that I've written. Um is that I was so passionate about the subject. Uh, it's yeah. about finding your core values and how to really do that. And so um, that was the only way I got through that book. But you just just love to write. You could write anything, it seems. As long as I find the person that I'm working with engaging and their ideas are interesting and fresh, I can get I can get excited about most anything. I'm just excitable. <laughs> yeah. Is that the new you <laughs> since the divorce? <laughs> it really is. Yes, it really is. I was so shy and retiring and so scared and so uh anxious, filled with anxiety because I was always trying to measure up, measure up, you know. I I had a narcissistic spouse who was always watching me to make sure I was okay and did right. Um, and it put me in such a dither, you know, of, um, insecurity and anxiety. Um, but when I got away from that and I started to realize who I truly was, this fun loving person with so much energy and interest and curiosity, uh, it was like releasing a new part of me that I didn't really get acquainted with until then. And that amazing. And how old were you then? Fifty-two. 
52. So you went through the process of, well, who am I? Right? Yeah. Yeah. And you found you were many characters, probably. <laughs> we are. There's so many hats. <laughs> what are some of your new I <laughs> I basically I basically found out I am a character. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you should write a play so you could be in it. <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> that would be good. So, that would be an idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, when you started uncovering and really exploring all of the new things about you, what did you find? What was the most surprising thing? How uh, much I had shut down the playful side of myself um, <laughs> and really getting back to being a playful, uh, joy-filled person, that little six-year-old that hadn't played, you know, for 45 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, to let her come out and play and do things that are fun. And buy, I bought finger paints. I bought finger <laughs> paints. I did finger painting. I did all kinds of things just to figure out, you know, what do I like to do? What do I want to yeah. do? Now I'm a painter. I paint. Uh, yeah. And I draw. And I never knew I could do it. I never knew. Uh-huh. That was it. Who yeah. was in your early life, who was the person that shut you down? Because it usually oh, is someone me. in our, you know, our birth family or our extended family or our siblings or something that sort of introduces us to that quieter side or shuts us down. Do you recall? Yeah, definitely my mother. Definitely. Yeah. 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 The, I can remember my mother saying to me, and it, and I think. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm guessing it's a mother because mother, I can remember her saying to me one day that because I was evidently a happy child and I can remember her saying, don't be so silly because they're not going to like you if you do that. I just remember that so clearly. Mm-hmm. I think that's strange that it's so strong in my mind, you know, because it was the first time I'd ever, ever thought somebody wouldn't like me, I think. <laughs> How could yeah. You <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, and so that's we get the kind we, of uh, that's the kind of thing I work with my clients uh, on to realize uh, when they get shut down first and uh-huh. take that away and release that little child to be herself. Right. And that, yeah, that makes all the difference in the world. For me, it was uh I was standing on a chair washing dishes I was six, and I was the smallest one in my class, and I had to stand on a chair. She had me, She put me to work when I was six, and I was the oldest of five children, and I remember looking out the window and seeing my siblings playing in the backyard. Oh. That was a defining moment for me because I didn't get to play. I had to work. And you were the oldest, when, did you say? I was the okay. oldest, Yeah. Oh, the you were the one, the oldest, so you got the responsibility. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, yes, and I, I stopped playing at that point I, I, when I was six, and I didn't play again until I was about 52, 53. Uh, yeah. yeah. Isn't that amazing? So yeah. did, you, did you, and you, what was the message you got? 
that you couldn't play? Or that, did you get a message that, or did it you? Was, it was more like, um, that's for other people, but not for you. Yeah. Other people can do fun things. And I would watch my cousins. They were going skiing in Aspen, Colorado. And oh, yeah. And, and getting on a boat, and my sister's kids lived on the boat all summer. Um, but I married someone who didn't want to play. He wouldn't get out of his chair, and we didn't have any vacations. We never went anywhere, and yeah. I'm not just saying that. We never went anywhere. Um, and so, you know, I didn't really push him to go because I didn't play anyway. So right. in my mind, it didn't matter. What I discovered later was it does matter. We do need to let that part of ourselves out and enjoy life. Life is good if we'll just access it and engage with mm-hmm. it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it does take us going back and revisiting that little child and what message we got. Right. And so that's where I could see your your uh, hypnotherapy can be so beneficial and helping change that belief. Is that what you do? You go in and change the belief? I actually uh, do a second process inside of the the whole thing. I do, because I uh, put together so many different methods, I call it the gentle flow technique. Yeah. Uh, The hypnotherapy part is just relaxing to tap in so you can understand the information. Um, But what I do is I help people to find the places in their physical tissues, in their muscles and in their organs where they have stored emotional memory. So mm-hmm. for me, that little girl looking out and saying other people can play but not me, mm-hmm. that was in my lower back. I had stored that in my muscles and my lower back, and I had back problems for decades. Because I was holding that pain in Mm. my back and it caused a physical pain in my back. So Mm. helping people to find where in the body did you hide that memory? Because you try to stick it away. You don't want to think about it. You don't want to feel it. And so the body, I call the body like a refrigerator. You know, what shelf are you (laughs) going to put it in? Are you going to put it in your knee? Are you going to put it in your shoulder? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's what we do. Yeah. Yeah. Once we find that, you know, the process is so simple to just find that little ball, take it out, and dissolve it. Yeah. It's just that easy. Yeah. Mm. That sounds wonderful, Lana. I like that. That's why I talk about brain science. That's brain science. (laughs) (laughs) Brain science. Well, when we are going to take a break, and when we come back, uh, Lorna, I'd love for you to talk more about that and how you are able to go in and dissolve pain that people have because certainly you had the back pain I'd like to know how you release that Um, so I think it's amazing how our emotions do live somewhere in our body don't they Um, you know can be it's just amazing what the body is capable of doing I'm constantly um, surprised and pleasantly surprised at how if we just function more on the body we can heal it so i love talking about this so this is right up my alley i i'm just hungry for more lana (laughs) so anyway we're going to take a short break when we come back we'll be talking more about the body 
coach, motivational speaker, and author Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Close your eyes and imagine living your life without limits. Where would you go? Who would you meet? What would you do? During an Uncover Your Hidden Genius session, you will discover what's keeping you from living your life with purpose, passion, and fulfillment of your potential. You'll get a clear vision of the steps you need to take to uncover your hidden genius so that you can live a life without limits. Sessions can be done over the phone, Skype, or in person. Find out more at www.JoyceBufordEmpowers.com or by calling 903-287-0747. Tokinet Radio has partnered with one of the largest travel booking engines in the world to offer savings of 15 to 30% or more on hotel booking fees through our own web portal, www.bestradiotravel.com. Discover the discount you can receive by going to bestradiotravel.com forward slash Joyce, J-O-Y-C-E, to see for yourself. This is a custom booking site for the listeners of my show through TogiNet Radio. We have negotiated special rates at over 650,000 hotels worldwide to save our customers money. Our members leverage our massive buying power to save thousands of dollars by booking with us. BestRadioTravel.com can beat the best prices offered by any other major travel booking website. Please go to BestRadioTravel.com forward slash Joyce, sign up, and enjoy the discounts. This is BestRadioTravel.com forward slash Joyce, J-O-I-C-E. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the author of Effortless Happiness, continues in this segment to share insights that will help you live a life of greater purpose and filled with happiness. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. Now we are having a fabulous discovery session with Lorna McCarry. And she has has been talking to us about her process, which is called gentle flow technique. And Lorna, I'm really curious as to how you put your technique together. Was it a combination of several different practices or just how it developed? Oh, wow. That is a such a such a process and a, a story. I had no idea when it started, you know, that I would end up here. <laughs> I was afraid, you know. I was so afraid of everything. I was afraid of, you know, uh, getting in some kind of trouble, uh, which is just a myth. But anyway, um, when I uh, got a divorce, after my divorce in 2009, I went into business and I started a business and I hit a wall and I couldn't keep going. My business started going downhill. I couldn't figure out why. And I realized it was me. And so I went into um, 
therapy. I started uh, with a coach. Uh, actually, was a life coach, not not really a therapist. But um, and I found out that there's a lot of things that that's possible to do to shift your perspective, to to let go of old things that you thought, and all this. And I was, you know, like wowed. I was so wowed. And in 2011, I started on a journey of discovery, and I tried so many different things. I, I did tapping. I I learned about using magnets to release emotion, and um, I practiced Honoponopono, which is a Hawaiian forgiveness mantra. And I mean, that was just a lot of stuff. I was on a roll, you know, trying to <laughs> just find out everything I could. Mm-hmm. And I did feel some better. It did help some. Uh, but there were still things that bothered me that I could never, you know, get down to. Um, and then in 2014, my daughter got sick, and she was in a lot of pain. She had Lyme's disease and fibromyalgia. Oh, and my goodness. I, oh, she was in so much pain, and I was, you know, frantic uh, mom mm-hmm. to try and help her with this, this pain. And um, I saw this YouTube video, this little dude, uh, he, his, his headline was, um, I can relieve pain in seconds. And mm. I went, what? You know, and I, <laughs> I watched a music video. It lasted seven minutes. And it was like a meetup where this guy came to the front, and this little guy is up front. He looked like a little mad scientist. <laughs> he looked like Woodstock, the, the bird, you know, with the pointy hair. Anyway. Yes. Um, so the guy comes up and does this process, and he got this look on his face like, what? And he went, oh, it, it's gone. My pain is gone. And I went, Okay, that's something I want to know about. So I subscribed and started watching. I was just like into this guy teaching yeah. uh, or showing this. So I went onto his website and I subscribed to his mailing list and I found out he trains people and certifies them in this process. Mm-hmm. And I flew to California. I got my certification. I spent a full week of 40-hour training in this process. And what I discovered was that if you tap in to the quiet part of the mind, and that is just by calming down, really calm, so you can access the information, then your body will show you what is going on. And your mind will tap into the body, the body will connect, and you can ask the person in that state uh, questions, and they'll give you real, true answers that they might not have known you know, if they're just walking around at the office, they might not know hmm. it there, but if you're quiet, they'll know. And it is a combination of several techniques. And once I got that certification, I realized I could take all the other things I'd been learning for those years and mm-hmm. stick it in here too and create my own really simple but very powerful and profound process. And once you do it, it's permanent. Oh, that's wonderful. You don't have to go back again and again. Yeah, yeah. Now, saying that, it doesn't mean that one session will do you forever. What it means is each individual issue can be dissolved in one setting. Then another one will come up. We have a lot of stuff going on in our Yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah. When you get to be um, 50, you've lived a lot of different sadnesses and sorrows and pains and Absolutely, yes. And you could be in a great marriage with a wonderful family, but there's still stuff, you know, people pass away Mm -hmm. and other Mm -hmm. things happen that you have no control over. And, you know, those things pile up in in our body 
in our body, and I really believe that one of the reasons why people who get older have pain is because they stored 50, 60, 70 years worth of stuff in their body mm. without knowing how to let that go. Because I feel better at 62 than I did at 21. Mm. That's not kidding. Yeah. I have more energy. Right. My body is pain-free because I always had back pain. I always mm-hmm. had back pain. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Back pain, any pain can really add years to your life. And certainly the body looks older when it's hurting. Um, So, yeah, you you look in the mirror now and you're feeling pretty good, aren't you? I know. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) It's awesome. reason than to look in that mirror and see it pretty good. (laughs) That'd be awesome. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us about one of your... Stories. One of your clients that you've really um, been beneficial in moving their life forward. Uh, one of the first time? people that I worked with is uh, her name is Jerry, and uh, now that you know we've known each other for a few years, uh, she's really turned into a very dear friend of mine. Um, but when Jerry came to me, I had not had my certification very long, and I st- I was so excited about what it could do. And I uh, went around to different um, massage studios and different places to hold seminars and talk about this. And Jerry came, and she signed up. And when she came in, she told me a story about how her husband had been in a bad motorcycle accident. He almost died. And how she had spent the last year literally nursing him back to health, getting him on his feet, going through all that, the pain that he was in, and the bills, you know, that she had to deal with now because he was down, um, all of that created a trauma inside of her. And mm-hmm. she said, uh, he's gone back to work, but I just can't get over this. I feel so shaky inside. She said, I've lost 20 pounds. I can't sleep. Every time the phone rings, I just get this panicky feeling. And she just looked to me. Now, Jerry's in her early 50s as well, but in In that moment when I saw her that first time, she looked to me like a dried-up leaf. She was bent over. Her face Mm -hmm. was gray. She had no energy. It was painfully thin. Mm -hmm. Um, And when she talked to me, it was almost like a whisper. You know, she was in so much much anguish. And so Mm -hmm. we went through the first process. Now, the first process, when I work with people one-on-one, takes about 90 minutes. Because we got to do a lot of explaining and, you know, going through and I take my time and all that. Um, And so at the end of that session, she said, I feel better. I feel lighter. And she she left, you know, and it was kind of with wonder. And Mm -hmm. I didn't hear from her for two months. The next month when she was supposed to come, she was, she said, I'm in Maine. She said, this was in Pennsylvania. She said, I'm in Maine. I'm on vacation, so I can't come uh, this time. Let's schedule for next month. And so we did schedule for next month. Well, when it came time for her appointment, this woman walked in the door. She had her head high. She had a pink stripe in her hair. She was wearing these knee-high boots and these tight jeans, and she was just, you know, like, strutting in. And I'm like, oh, my God, is that Jerry? (laughs) (laughs) Jerry, Oh, my goodness, what did you do to that woman? The miracle (laughs) cure. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my goodness, it was amazing. And we continued to work together for a, probably six months over time. But you know what? She just bought, her and her husband just bought a gift shop in a cute little historic town in Pennsylvania. She's living her dream. She quit her job. She's now in the gift shop every day and just loving her life. And mm. I, every time I see her come up on Facebook, you know, I'm just like, wow, this stuff really works, you know. And uh, when we went to her, um, her opening uh, ceremony, she invited me to come to her opening for the gift shop. And her husband came up to me. Mm-hmm. And he said, I, I just want to thank you for what you did for Jerry. And I just had to say, you know, it wasn't me. It wasn't me, really. It was God who did that. You know, the divine spirit in all of us um, that brought us together at the right moment. And I just had gotten the information not mm-hmm. very many months before I met Jerry. Um, and I call that a divine appointment. You yeah. know, and that, that lights me up. I, this is what I want to do with my life 24-7. Mm. Informed. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's wonderful. That is so exciting that you can affect. It's a great feeling to be able to yeah. affect some somebody's life like that. Mm. Yeah, that's wonderful, Lorna. Now you had said that you would be able to do a, a process with us when we were talking. Are you up for that? Sure, I love it. We're up for that. <laughs> We want exactly what your friend had. <laughs> I'll have some of that. <laughs> Can you order that, please? <laughs> Since we're only on audio um, and not on video, if we were on video, I would be able to show, but it, it's okay. We can still do it. Okay. And so what we want to do um, is just have everybody that's listening just get really quiet and calm. Just sit down in your chair and relax. And just get really, really quiet and take a deep breath and just quiet your body and quiet your mind. And we're not going to go fully into any kind of a, you know, state like I would do if it was a normal uh, session. But we just want to get that in-body experience. We're kind of tapping in. Just breathe deeply and let it out and let the stress go so you can calm yourself. Just calm yourself for about maybe 10, 15 seconds. That's right. And then just a really good deep breath all the way in, 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 like you think you can't breathe in anymore, and then breathe in just a little bit more, and then let it out, and then go out, 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 until you feel like you can't breathe out anymore, and then breathe out just a little bit more. And now, as you're you're there in that place, that quiet place, it really feels good to be so quiet because we have a lot of things running through our mind most of the time. But now we're just here for this two or three minutes, taking a little break. And so I want you to just think of the first thing that comes to your mind about what you would like to clear or what you would like to find out about. If you have a pain or maybe it's a thought, it might be a thought that keeps hitting your mind, you know, like uh, I never have enough time or, I'm always on the, you know, losing end or any of those negative thoughts. If you just find one of them, or it might be someplace in your body that has been hurting you for a while. Now, if you have a condition like rheumatoid arthritis or something like that, there's 
the process for that is much longer. This is more for, you know, I broke my leg when I was 12, and it still gives me pain once in a while. It's that kind of pain or, or something, you know, of that nature, a simpler, simpler situation for this. Because we only have a couple minutes. Yeah. And so as you're breathing there and just feeling your body, just and thinking about that thing you want to work on today, just let your hand go to where you've stored that in your body. Could be your knee, could be your stomach, your your hand knows. And if you'll just allow it to touch your body where that is, that's where it, it is. Now it's possible that your hand could go in the air in front of your body if it's something that, you know, has been hanging out for a while. But just let your hand find it. And tell me, Joyce, if when you're when you're ready, so I, I can't see you. Okay. You're doing this with me. It's on my stomach. On your stomach. Good. Excellent. Okay. So this thing is on your stomach, and it's like a little ball of energy, kind of like a softball, but it's not solid. It's just, just this feeling. Mm-hmm. And so what we're going to do is we're just going to assign that little ball of energy a color. And we're doing that so the mind can kind of grasp it, can kind of picture it. The first color that comes to your mind, just assign it. The first color that you think of, what color would that be? Blue. Blue, good. Okay, so now we're just going to play a pretend game. And the thing I love about this process is most of it's pretend. So we're just going to pretend that you're going to pull that blue ball out of your stomach and put it in your hand. You're going to take one hand and pull it out and put it in your hand. Now, you're going to have to pull a little bit. Because every time you reach in and pull, you're going to get a little bit of it. You just want to keep building and building in your hand until all the blue is out of your stomach and in your hand. You'll get kind of a feeling of, okay, I've got it. That's it. Just let me know when you have it all. And be sure that you're kind of checking in to make sure it's not kind of like spreading out on the sides. You know, get all of it. Make sure you get all of it. Sometimes it likes to kind of filter down a little bit. Just be sure you've got it all. Okay. Okay, good. All right, now you've got this ball of energy. Put it in your two hands and hold it in front of you like you're holding a little pile of sand, but it's blue energy. And now I just want you to grab that ball of energy, and I want you to stretch it out into a big screen TV. You take each side, Mm -hmm. stretch it wide, all the way out, and then get it again by the middle and stretch it high. So now you have this big screen TV of blue energy. And as you stretch it like that into this big rectangle, you can take your hand and put a frame around it. Just take your hand and put a black frame around it. You're just pretending. Mm -hmm. And now it's looking almost like a video. The blue is turned into kind of a video, but you can't really tell what it is. You just see color and movement kind of swirling. And so on the bottom of the frame, there is a knob. And that knob is going to blank out the screen, almost like those old television sets where you could turn the brightness down. Mm-hmm. Uh, just turn it down. It might go black. It might go white. It doesn't matter. Just blank it. Let me know when it's blank. Okay. Okay. Now take your finger and write inside the frame on that blanked out screen the lessons you learned because of this situation. Sometimes we don't want to let go of stuff. We think, I've learned a lesson. I need to remember that. So we're just going to write the lesson. And here's the thing. You don't have to know what you're writing. Your subconscious mind knows what you're writing. So just write, write, write. Just use your finger and write, write, write. Just let it write whatever it wants. It doesn't even have to make sense. 
And if I get really impatient, I take all five fingers of my hand and write all five fingers at one time, just write, 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 write. And sometimes if I get really, like, get pent up feeling, I write really vehement, like, take that, take that, take that, and just writing until you feel a sense of relief, like you wrote it all. And let me know when you're done. Okay. Okay. Now take the screen, uh, that big screen TV by the sides, and shrink it down. Press it into the middle until your hands touch, and then come up to the top and bottom. Press it, press it into the middle until it's the size of a DVD, and you're holding it in your two hands. You've got it all squeezed down. You're holding it in your two hands. Mm -hmm. Let me know when you're ready. I'm ready. Okay, hold it up over your head as high as you can go. Both hands over the top of your head. And now I want you to throw it behind you as hard as you can. Throw it behind you. Now, if you're against the wall, be careful. Don't hit yourself. But throw <laughs> it back. Bam! Throw it back as far as you can. And then take your two index fingers like two nail guns and nail it back there as far as it is. Nail it back there. Bam! 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 Okay. Now, notice the change in your body. Notice the change in your mind. Take a deep breath. See if you can recreate that feeling and notice what happens instead. Hmm. Yeah. All right. It's a relief. Now, sometimes people will want to recreate it for some odd reason. I don't know why, but sometimes <laughs> you can just do the process again if you have any residue. But about 99% of the time, it's gone. Uh -huh. So what are you feeling? Oh, I feel it really a calmer, um, lighter. Um, this is really interesting. Yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. This is wonderful. It's a lightness, a cleanness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the beauty of it, it is, is. If something comes up that bothers you, just go find mm -hmm. it. Put it in the frame, throw it behind you, nail it to the wall, and notice the change. Really? You just go through that same process that you, you just did? Yes. If you do some search for me on YouTube, I have some videos up there of some of these simple processes that people can do again and again. Oh, Absolutely. cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just one little, that's one little fun thing. <laughs> One, I've got I like love 30 it. of them. <laughs> love it. Oh, that's wonderful, Lorna. That's great. I'd love to see all your your bag of tricks. <laughs> that <laughs> bag of tricks, good. Yeah. That one was good, girl. Now, what I'd like for you to do, I mean, thanks for telling us about the YouTube because that's a wonderful resource. You know, I, to go listen to you and actually see you do this. That would be fabulous. I can't wait to do that. But I want you to share some excitement that you have going on right now that I am really excited for you. And um, it's about your uh, TV show, Awakening yeah. TV. Yeah. Or your Facebook. It's called Now, it's, you it's, called now it's My Turn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So tell us about that. Yes, it's uh, on the Awake TV Network, uh, and the Awake TV Network is launching on November 11th, uh, and my show will be launching on the 17th because it's every Sunday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. 
uh, 2 p.m. Pacific. So wherever you are, it's live broadcast for one hour. Uh, and every week uh, I'm going to be bringing in a guest expert in some area. I'm going to be talking to people on the mythologies of aging. Uh, some people are going to be talking about um, starting over, new careers, new interests, and relationship stuff. And every single session uh, that we do, every show, I'm going to be doing a process just like we did here mm-hmm. with the audience at the end. So I am just pumped about it. It's for 50-plus women who are not ready to sit down and let the rest of their life just float on by. We are so energetic, smart women, capable. we got so much to offer, and I want to expand on that. I want to give resources. I want to help people shift their thinking, uh, have better relationships. I just want to empower 50-plus women to realize how great a force for good we are in the world yeah it's amazing yeah yeah Mm -hmm. that's so excited i am so excited for you because i know you're going to change so many lives by that show and it's kind of interesting how it came about for uh for you but before we go into that story i want to be sure we go in to say that you also have a facebook community that you're starting as well yeah so tell us about that oh yeah it's where we're going to gather after the show's over you know so we can interact with each other and i'm going to be doing (laughs) facebook lives that are aside from the show um Uh and if you just go to now it's my turn dot com now it's mm-hmm. my turn.com brings up the Facebook page. Join us over there. There's a lot of great women already there. It's yes, just amazing. I joined energy. up just yesterday. So <laughs> I saw you. <laughs> I want to be part of this group too. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're having way too much fun. And you know what? You can't have way too much fun. <laughs> I know. It's pretty exciting. But you got the. The whole TV thing came about from an interview that you were doing with someone, and it's kind of uh, an interesting story. Right. I had a I had a client uh, last year that I stayed in touch with, kind of fell in love with her. She's such a great person, and she introduced me to this woman, Amanda Masters, and we had a just a get acquainted chat. You know, when we hit uh-huh. it off. Talk for two hours straight without taking a breath, you know, that kind of a <laughs> And so Amanda had a TV show, and she said, I really want to interview you. So I was on her show in August. Mm-hmm. We had such a great time. And yeah. Amanda said, um, I want to have you back. You know, let's get you on the schedule again. Well, I didn't hear from her for a couple of weeks, about two weeks. And then I get this call, and she tells me, you know what? I just bought the network. You want your own show? <laughs> And I went, what? (laughs) (laughs) That's wonderful. Oh, it was like a dream. (laughs) That, that, well, if it wasn't meant to be, it wouldn't be. So there you go. You're just going to make a tremendous impact upon women 50 plus. This is, I mean, you don't have to be 50 to watch this, but certainly those are the ages that we find challenging to reboot ourselves and, and really live our life to the fullest. 
But I am, we're closing our hour and Lauren, this is, this has been so interesting, informative. I mean, I feel a lot better than I did when I came on. So I thank you for the, for the (laughs) technique that you used on me and, and for those that are listening. So thank you for saying yes and for being on Second Wind with me. Oh, thank you so much. This has been a fun, fun hour. Thank you. Yes, I just, oh, I, I want everybody to go over to nowitsmytime.com to become part of this community and just see what happens because I think it's going to be a big blast. It's going to be fun to be part of this community and it's going to offer so much good to all of my listeners out there. So mm-hmm. thank you, Lorna. Again, thank you, thank you, thank you. You'll see me on the Facebook part, <laughs> on the Facebook. <laughs> Can't wait. Can't wait. For sure. Yes. Thank thanks. you so much. Yeah. So I want you all to uh, remember to go to you to Lorna's YouTube, L-A-N-A-M-C-A-R-A. And then you'll find her YouTube and you can also go to her website, but there you will find good information to help you get rid of those blocks that are inside of you. She indeed has a great program, Gentle Flow Technique. So thank you for being here today. Make this week an awesome week. Go out there, do something great to show how much you love yourself and how much you want to be part of today. Thank you for being here. It's always a pleasure. I look forward to the time. Returns next week at the same time for another edition of Second Wind. Through the Joyce Buford Empowerment System, women are receiving the support they need through their transitions and are able to reclaim their true purpose with confidence. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services at JoyceBufordEmpowers.com. 